Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I am G.B. Lynch, author of the bestseller, We Are Still Supposed to Be Slaves, The Chronicles of Being Black in America, book one of a series, and Soul Food's Road to Culinary Decadence, the long trip from plantation scraps to celebrated cuisine. In addition to a co-author of the number one bestseller, The Blueprint, Making Boss Booze. On this platform, we'll discuss some important pieces of our history and our present. It's important that we discover what we don't know. It's important that we discover what's not true. It's important that our children and our grandchildren are aware of our ancestors' truth. We are responsible for their knowledge, and if we don't educate them, who will? Please check my social media for updates on upcoming new books, speaking engagements, and more. So let's get into it. I will say in advance that this conversation may ruffle a few feathers. That's okay. We're not going to always agree. Hopefully we can find our way to meet in the middle. Many of us as black people are silenced on a day-to-day basis. What do I mean by silenced? Glad you asked. For my black listeners, Let's cover a few samples of just what I'm referring to. Have you ever witnessed during a group meeting with an agree to disagree moment at work between your non-black manager and your non-black coworker? Typically after they go back and forth a couple of times, one of them is going to break out the let's just agree to disagree tag. All is well and work life goes on. They would meet up later at the coffee pot for a little hot beverage and chit-chat. How's about we change up a character in this scenario? The non-black manager is having a bit of a debate with the black employee during a departmental meeting. They have a few exchanges back and forth. At the end, seems like all is well in job land until the black employee gets a call from human resources with the non-black manager attached to the call. This is to share with you that you are being placed on a coaching plan to help you improve yourself in your position or that you are being given a write-up for insubordination. Oh yeah, it happens. Your non-black manager felt the how dare you moment and drop the dime in the HR in order to get you back in line. These HR steps are to let you know that you will be terminated if you continue this behavior with this manager. And just so that we're all on the same page here, human resources is not for you, not to support the employee. They are support for the employer. Never believe otherwise. So in this example, you are being silenced. Just this month, a student at Winston-Salem State University, which is an HBCU, was actually arrested for a disagreement with her professor and refusing to apologize to that professor. Oh, I neglected to mention that the student's professor is white. The arrest is the university's way of showing the other students that this is how we deal with you when you aren't afraid to stand up for yourself aren't afraid to speak up when things are wrong, are outspoken, and are black. They want their black students at this black university silenced. I know, 
most of us weren't expecting that type of a story from HBCU, right? These are the types of things that we as black people experience on a day-to-day basis. Let's cover being interviewed by black as an example. You are in the job market. You submitted your resume for an opportunity that you know that you are quite qualified for. You get contacted. You book a phone interview. The phone interviewer moves you to the next phase in their hiring process because you, in fact, are qualified. You book the face-to-face interview. You show up for your face-to-face, whether it's virtual or in person. The outcome is not what you were expecting. Your non-black interviewer is incapable of hiding it on his face. The interviewer was not expecting you to be black. Raise your hand if you've experienced this. I know I have. The first time I was unknowingly cast in the job interview bigot show, I was in my 20s. This dude all but wrote it on his forehead that I wasn't supposed to be black. I was professional, professionally dressed, and personable. As he asked questions pertaining to my experience versus the job opportunity, I supplied answers. I knew what I was talking about. I could see the frustration on his face and in his voice as he couldn't find anything to ask me that I didn't have an answer for. When he wrapped things up, he left his office with me sitting in there and had his assistant come escort me out of the building. No exit pleasantries from either one of them. Dude just got up from his desk and just left me sitting there. I didn't even know that the interview was over when he left. I thought he was getting up to, you know, go do something, you know, excuse himself for whatever reason, or maybe, you know, went to bring someone else in on the interview. I was completely thrown off balance. I had never experienced anything like that before. Unfortunately, it wouldn't be my last. I've had too many similar interview outcomes to count at this point. Even present day, as someone that is trying to continue to build my brand, I have had those interactions. Being young at that time, that particular interview broke my spirit a bit because I really wanted to work for this company. Uh, For a while, I was looking for jobs that, you know, just wanted a warm body instead of, you know, investing in looking for career opportunities. I became interview phobic. I shouldn't have allowed that to affect me in such a way. But again, I was young and still learning. That experience is another form of being silenced. We as black people are always having to bite our tongue or grin and bear it, as they say. Why do we do it? Say it with me, family. We don't want to be the star of when keeping it real goes wrong. We are often put in positions of choosing to speak our mind or getting fired. Challenging a bigot or getting fired. Are there other options out there to support yourself and or your family? Sure. Is it just that straightforward? No, not when you're black. I would just like to say this. Sometimes it's not what you say, but how you say it. Keep your self-respect no matter how you choose to handle a situation where someone is attempting to silence you. They always spend the situation to make you the bad guy. Even if we are defending ourselves in a situation, once we, once we react in any way, the story now becomes about us. 
never about what the other person did to cause the reaction or response that they received. For example, your non-black manager thinks it's stand-up comic time at the departmental meeting. He breaks out one of his favorite black and white jokes from his personal collection. There's laughter, but you don't laugh. Don't find it funny. Consider his jokey joke racist. The manager decides to put you on the spot and that's why you're not laughing. You respond that you didn't find black and white jokes comical. Now he feels some type of way. Now he's decided that you don't fit in. Here's where the games begin and the setup towards your termination. It's all by design. What do you see 24-7 in the news media? Black people in negative situations. We get a bone tossed at us here and there with some type of positive news story. I'll, I'll agree to that and I'll admit to that. We do. But that's most likely around 1% of the black news that is shown. That's not based on any published stats. That's just my opinion. The news is overwhelmingly negative when you see us on the screen. Again, it's by design. That's the same as with black people and other non-white people that are missing. When is the last time you saw a national news story about a missing black person? I'll wait. Exactly. It's by design. The concern is only for missing blondes with blue eyes. Other white girls would get airplay, but that blonde and blue-eyed female is going to have top-flight status. I often say that certain things are designed to be a certain way when it comes to black people. Why? Because as my first book states, it is my belief that there are people today that feel we are still supposed to be slaves. They, they aren't even supposed to be having to deal with us as equals. Or we shouldn't even be having a conversation about equality when it comes to them and us. There was never a blueprint for freedom for our enslaved ancestors. So therefore, if the enslavers never meant for the enslaved to be free, That means that their descendants were supposed to still be enslaved. Think about that. Until next time, leave me a message. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. Look for GB Lynch author on social media to stay current on upcoming book releases, speaking engagements, and book signings. Be safe and take care.